Well, coming off the holiday weekend, and a lot of us spent a lot of time outside. It was hot. It was humid. But there was a lot going on and a lot of fun, too. Uh, our friends at Crane's Detroit Business uh, took the uh, the week off, if you will, for the printed page, the print issue, but certainly not a pause on their coverage. They're covering seven days a week, day in and day out. And uh, a little bit of a focus on the outdoor economy in Michigan to tell us about that. Mike Lee, Crane's Detroit Business Managing Editor, with us this Tuesday morning. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Paul W. So... It yeah, looks this, good. Sorry, yeah, this week, uh, this week we uh, we look at, at the Michigan's outdoor economy, outdoor businesses. Uh, part of the reason for this is over the past year plus now, with uh, with COVID, people have been looking for things to do outside, and that's benefited a number of industries that that cater to that kind of activity. Um, and it's it, it summer seemed like a good time to take a look at this. Um, one of one of the one of the uh, the big things we looked at was the RV business. I don't know about you, but I know a couple people who took the pandemic as an opportunity to hit the road in in a motorhome and uh, and work from the road and and sort of see the country. Um, that's been really good for the RV business this year. Um, and, but there are some other things that haven't been so good. Uh, the, the, RV business is dealing with the same thing that the auto industry is dealing with, the lack of microchips. Um, so they haven't been able to get enough inventory to sell. You know, we talked to Lloyd Bridges Traveland in Chelsea. Uh, their revenue is down 40%. Mm. The demand is up. People want to buy them, but they don't have the, they don't have the, the RVs to sell. They usually have 400 on the lot. They only have 150 right now. They only have 11 used, used RVs on the lot. Um, they normally have a hundred, um, so they're they're having some some difficulty getting getting the getting the product into people's hands who want it. Um, yeah, even even a, a big company like General RV, which is one of the biggest in the country, uh, you know they've got they, they've got less than half of the inventory they usually have. But their sales could have risen twenty percent if they had the RVs to sell. So it's been a, an interesting time for that business. I can't think of a more frustrating thing. I, I don't know. I've not been in the position, but I've watched friends and advertisers and others. It's always generally, it's usually a, a struggle to get customers to come in. That's why people advertise, to get people in. And to now have people coming in in droves and not being able to service them with product in the automotive industry, in the in in the RV business, uh, even in the sports uh, kayaking or any number canoeing, any number of areas where people are anxious and ready and raring to go and can't get the product, that's got to be amazingly frustrating for the the owners of the stores and for the people. It's a better problem to have than lack of demand, but it doesn't mean it's not a problem. I mean, it, it's uh, it's just it's just one of those things with businesses. If it's not one thing, it's another. <laughs> well, you've taken uh, a look at the uh, great outdoors, and uh, and and the great outdoors even has an important role to play in the real estate market. Yeah, I thought this was interesting. We uh, we've been following the really really hot residential real estate market uh, quite a bit of late, 
And uh, one of the things we we found this week, we we're looking at, you know, what what do buyers, what are buyers looking for? And when you talk about what are buyers looking for right now, that means what is causing uh, bidding wars, basically. And one of those is the outdoor amenities in a house, a really, you know, a really nice patio with a barbecue grill or or, or waterfront property, especially, um, is pushing pushing bidding wars through the roof uh, because people want to be able to do this stuff conveniently at their own home without going anywhere. Um, the uh, lakefront property, for example, in, in Oakland County, the average the average home on the water last year sold for more than half a million dollars, five hundred twenty-five grand in May, um, and it just continues that 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 uh, those prices continue to rise. Um, so if if you if you have uh, one of the things that that I I found interesting was there were certain things that made houses sell for for more than the list price. And number one on that list was a treehouse. Um, <laughs> a treehouse. Really funny. A treehouse, I guess, for the kids to play in or or the adults if they want. Um, the, the, excuse me. The uh, but yeah, the, the, these these amenities are really what what people are are, are looking for when they're trying to buy a house. Uh, people are picky. Same thing with the RVs. I mean, people, especially with RVs, people are picky about what they want. That's why they don't buy if they don't find what they want. Well, uh, and they're not going to find what they want, sadly, right now. So I hope the markets stay strong as the companies uh, get back. But, boy, the ramifications of the various shutdowns because of the pandemic, uh, the unintended consequences and results are wide. It's astonishing that through the entire supply chain that we used to depend on, things have just been uh, really very bad and are going to take a lot longer than anyone really thought to uh, to come back. It's really it's something. Uh, meanwhile, small dis- small disruptions and changes can have uh, knock on effects that you, you can't predict. Right, and uh, and boy, are we we are feeling that. And again, I I don't know where that light is at the end of the tunnel. That's over and above the problem that uh, people who run or own businesses are having just trying to get people to work there. Uh, we hear about mm-hmm. it a lot in the restaurant business. It's in every business right now. It's hard to get it. It's hard to get people who want to come back, walk away from free government money, which is going to end, has to end, and people are going to have to start getting jobs. But be that as it may, uh, Chad Livengood, Crane's Detroit business, took a deep dive into the uh, the the situation with Michigan's overhauled insurance law. What do you have on that one? Uh, yeah, Chad's been following the the, the, the effects of the no-fault reform that was passed a couple of years ago. Um, and this time he, he, he visited a, a family down in Monroe County um, whose son was injured in the, in the mid-2000s in a car wreck, and he requires round-the-clock care. Um, the family themselves provides this round-the-clock care, and they get paid for it by the insurance company from from his his no fault. Um, under the reformed law, as of last week, the amount that they get paid to do that has been cut dramatically. Uh, there, there's a cap on the number of hours, and the rates are being cut in half. Um, so, the amount for the amount of care that the family provides him, their their hourly wage or currently, which he has to have around the clock here. Their current hourly wage would be capped at two dollars and forty-four cents. 
Oh boy! Um, this uh, you get it. Some people you, react. It's interesting because some people react to this and say, "Well, they they didn't buy enough insurance." Except they did. This was what was covered in the insurance policy right. that they bought. We got to run, okay. so it it's something you'll have to take a deep dive online. Cranes dot com. Mike Lee, thanks. It's